1: hello everybody hello 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 welcome back to another episode of father knows something nothing i was gonna go with squat but we'll say something
2: <laughs> yeah we'll see we'll see
1: we'll see how much i know uh we have morgan with us tonight we have justin holly is on the uh, chair out of view relaxing and uh we have a good theme tonight guys
2: yeah, so the theme we are working with is exes. You know, you've had.
1: Oh yeah, I'm an expert with exes.
2: Yeah, the past couple of week we had heartbreak, and then it'll be the long game. Which I overheard a couple of those stories. The Patreon story for sure. I feel like it's i could have written that ringing
1: your bells oh my god it was my Ring ex those bells it was my
2: ex-boyfriend to a t my advice now is break up and run run and run, be, run be exes like these people so all of these stories have to do with exes and now do your exes
1: have to really just be gone double be gone or can you sometimes actually have different relationships this feels
3: this? like a loaded question It mm-hmm. is loaded.
1: Mm-hmm
2: definitely depends on the ex the ex the relationship how <laughs> you how ended ends. yeah a lot of context here so I believe they're all exes and if they're not maybe they should be that's are there the
1: possibilities that those exes could become friends and friends of your new presence
2: Peasant. yeah
1: it is all possible it's possible because because miracles happen every day
2: but is it the healthiest that that's a good question too yeah <laughs> You know?
1: I think that this can turn into like a year series.
2: TBD. Okay.
1: I'm ready for you. Am I an expert in this by the way?
2: I mean, you got a lot of X's.
1: We're going to find out. <laughs> We're going to find out. Let's go.
3: Oh, wait. Should we get him on the phone? You Should... missed the perfect opportunity for a dad joke. Oh. X Ex, X's, but not plural is my X expert. X expert. I'm an X expert.
1: You're an X expert. I am an X X
3: I am an X expert. <laughs> <laughs> say that a thousand times. I'm an X expert. Well, I remember in, in like elementary school, they used to say, say X a bunch of times in a row. X, 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 X. And they're like, oh, you said sex. like, oh. Really? Yeah, that was a thing for sure.
1: I was always going with sex and sometimes I'd just drop the S and was
3: X. Oh, that's yeah, that's clever too. Sex, sex,
1: okay. sex, 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 sex. Oh no, you go to six. Hmm. X X X X X X X. X and then you go to Helmus Hex.
2: Anyways, let's enough move of this on. shit. Let's
1: move on. <laughs> What do you got?
2: Okay. So up first, hi, Jerry, Morgan, and Justin. I've been here since the beginning of two hot takes, and I was so excited for Father Knows Something because I have never had a father figure in my life, which might explain why I'm here. I, female 22, have been with my boyfriend, male 21, going on five years. We met in high school, junior year, but didn't get together until the end of senior year because we were both in relationships. Towards our one-year anniversary, his mom asked me if I wanted to move with them from California to Arizona, and now we are currently in North Carolina. So since 2019, we have been living together. Technically for me, it was an escape from my family and gave me the chance to be free and loved. I have autism with a sparkle of ADHD, so I'm sorry if this is hard to read. So I've always thought about things differently. I've always been interested in why someone does something and why someone does not do something, and sometimes I feel like I'm gullible or naive, which could just be childhood trauma. I know I react with my emotions and take things to heart, so when these issues popped up, I wasn't sure if it was right for me to be upset. It all started when he would ask me the question about his ex-girlfriend. She was my high school bestie's friend, so I knew of her but didn't know her that well just stories. It bugged me because I felt like he wasn't over her. Then he would tell me things that were going on in her life, which made me upset because how would he know this? We talked and I asked him how he knew, and he said he often goes on his Instagram and looks at her page, which caught me off guard because he doesn't even follow me. Last I knew, he forgot his password. He told me he didn't mean to make me upset, but sometimes he likes to reminisce. We got over it, and we worked on ourselves. Then, a couple days ago, I was on his computer for work, and I saw something that made me paranoid, so I went through his Twitter, where I found a group chat with his gaming friends, and there was loads of naked women, e-girls, and OnlyFans pages. It honestly made me feel sick to my stomach, because I never saw this side of him. From the pictures he posts, to the way he would talk about the women, made me feel like crawling into a black hole. I hate the fact that I looked through his phone because I believe every relationship should have some privacy. I told him about it and he said sorry and he didn't mean to hurt me. He said he loves my body but is also attracted to other body types, which I understand. That guys are different but it hurt to see the stuff he said and now it has me looking at him differently. The group chat is gone but it just gives me the ick that he would do it in the first place. I love him but I'm starting to question if he is the right one for me. We click and are usually on the same page, but I just don't know how to move on from this. I don't have the best relationship with my family, and for the four years we've been living together, they have been pressuring me to move back. I can't talk to my siblings because they have biases. Thank you so much for the advice you give. I'm really struggling to understand how to get over this.
1: Well, I have some initial thoughts. And, you know, guys, when... When you meet somebody and you fall in love and you're locked, do you really go spend time looking at other body types when you're locked in with somebody?
2: I definitely go. Cr- don't go creep on my ex partners. No.
3: Yeah, so, I, yeah. I don't think it's not a seeking.
2: It's not like, I mean, scrolling Twitter. I get, I get OnlyFans girls scrolling Twitter all the time. Like there's, there's that content is very accessible. I mean, even on TikTok, you'll come across it all the time. But I think it's it's not the fact that he's saying things like, oh, I'm attracted to different body types. For me, it's more so the fact he's constantly looking at his ex to what he calls reminisce and the fact that he doesn't even follow her on social media. That's weird. That's a weird combo of things to have. I, I, I
1: had a bigger problem that he was actually looking at other body types and he is kind of out there you know, he's, it doesn't sound like he's locked in. That's, that that's the part that concerns me. She's been traveling the country, you know, following him around with her family. And, you know, you stay with somebody, not because you're comfortable with them, but because they are the, it's the right, it's the right fit. And I, you may or may not be able to go home. You may have to just, I mean, you don't stay somewhere because you have nowhere else to go yet. You're going to have to figure out how to get out of it and go on your own. And if you want to go back to your siblings or your parents or figure that out, it's great. And if you're going to be by yourself you're going to, to get an apartment and have your job and live on your own, you know, it's part of growing. You just don't stay with him for the wrong reasons. And I am concerned by that behavior because he's young. He's still figuring it out. I mean, you know, sometimes when you're young, you have to go explore. And when you're locked in with somebody, you don't do it. You just don't go... That's it. They're they're my destination. They are my my, my fantasy and desire. They're my love. And it doesn't matter if if he sees somebody he used to go out with, because if he's locked in with you, he may be curious to see how they're doing. He may have had a good relationship far as a friend, just not someone that he wanted to be lovers with anymore. That wasn't going to work out. So that's my bigger concern is that the fantasy of looking at other people. And that's something that you know, maybe you just have to kind of take a breather. If this is something that's important to him, you know, you you talk to him about it, and if he's and you got to be open with him and just say, look, you know, I I, I respect that you you know, you you are looking at these other body types and whatever it might be, and I would like you to go explore, make sure that you're happy with my body type and who I am in my heart and my mind. And if I'm around when you get back, great. And if I'm not, then it wasn't meant to be. But you got to take a, a pretty much an adult um, maybe that's the wrong word. You have to just take a, a a respectful, a self-respectful stand on this of what you're willing to tolerate and what you want for your life.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. And I think I, I definitely just know already I have kind of a little bit different of a take on, on porn and things like that than a lot of people. I don't care if Justin watches it. It's not an issue. If it became an issue and Justin was addicted to it, yeah, then I might have a problem with it. But I think like for me, that's not what's tripping me up. It's it's the fact he's actively reminiscing about someone he's been with because those people on those websites, on OnlyFans and whatever, like Twitter, those people are unattainable. That to me is just like scrolling through porn on Pornhub, on the... F- Suggested page.
1: I didn't even know. I didn't even know what those sites were.
2: Yeah. So it's just like it's just like internet girls. Typically on Twitter, they'll post like promiscuous photos to get you to then go to their OnlyFans account and pay. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, oh, he's just kind of looking at you know, sex workers and just like guys sharing hot girls in a group chat, which that's slimy for a guy who's been in a relationship for five years to do, but. That kind of needs to be a conversation, like, hey, I'm not okay with you looking at porn and going on girls as OnlyFans and paying for other people. That's a that's a boundary, and that's a fair boundary to have in your relationship. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm definitely in the boat of like, this is a weird situation for someone who you've been with for five years and reminiscing actively reminiscing to me as you are actively envisioning yourself with that person still you're thinking about all your good times you're missing them Mm -hmm. and that's weird for someone who's in a relationship Mm -hmm.
3: yeah it's it's multifaceted I think we're seeing a bunch of different cracks of the same big problem and it's just if you don't feel like you are connected and that you're both in this battle together, as in like you're on the same team, then it's really just these. You can dive way down into each one of these problems in this write in and go really far just on each part yeah, of it. But for sure, I think just looking at the overall, you're one year in,
2: five years in.
3: So it's just like you need to, I guess, figure out where your boundaries are and also figure out what like affects you this heavily because if it affects you even if he doesn't agree with it or you can't come to a consensus on it it's going to affect you forever you can't just like chill and get used to it hurting you that's yeah. no way to be but it's just you really got to make an assessment
1: i look if they're locked if you guys are turned and locked you got something solid if you're not turned and locked and you're Living there under the wrong reasons, you need to uh, move on.
2: Yeah, I also think with the trust, I think that's going to be a big, big part of this because I do believe that if you do not have trust between your partner, Mm -hmm. your relationship is doomed. It's truly a matter of time before everything unravels and it breaks. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think, you know, that's one thing to look at too and see if you can regain that trust because it seems like after this experience of finding all of these pictures, and I think it's not so much about the pictures, but it's also the way he was talking about these women. Oh, and was, that, I think he
1: wasn't he talking about his ex girlfriend with his buddies.
2: No, no, he was talking with his buddies about all of these like e girls and like the the I girls see. that are online sex workers, mm-hmm. and so it, it basically seems like the way he was describing them. Uh, she goes, it honestly made me feel sick to my stomach because I never saw that side of him mm-hmm. from the pictures he posted to the way he would talk about the women made me feel like crawling into a black hole. And I think, you know, he's 21, he's young, but that's no excuse for talking like that about mm-hmm. women. And I don't know what he said, but I don't.
1: I don't know how I, he was objectifying them.
2: And I just know, like, if I saw that side of Justin that I didn't know about after four years, I I would kind of question everything. I would question is this someone I want to be with if this is what he thinks of women and how he can talk about them?
3: Mm-hmm. See, I didn't get that when you first read it, but I got the fact that he was just describing like probably how hot and attractive and what else. I didn't even consider that as being a possibility. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah,
2: because that's the other like aspect yeah. of this where it's, it's not even just so much about looking at those girls and sharing pictures back and forth because like, like I said, I come across them on Twitter too, but it's the way he was talking about them, which I kind of forgot about until I really am diving back into it here because that's an issue. That shows his character or lack thereof. And you're you're 22. Like if you're having these kind of issues with someone at this age, you know, despite having 5 years, you got the next 50. And it's like is this who you want to be with? So, I definitely I know it's hard because there's not so much the relationship with your family based on what you describe and so moving home might be difficult, but
1: if that's not an option. You have to find a place to move in by yourself and go yeah. and go where you are roommates. W- if you want to go hang out with your siblings and be near them, then move back to where they are. You don't need to live back where where, where he is. If you guys are going to be, uh, be done or yeah. if you want to separate for a while and move on your own and just be friends and, uh, see what that takes you. I mean, you know, there are some decisions you get to make. You know, no one knows this relationship better than you. We don't have enough here. At least I don't have enough here to give you all the, the direction. I mean, I would sit down and ask you more questions and that's not, that's not an option tonight. But I certainly think that you, the fact that you're writing in, you're certainly saying to yourself, I have some issues to deal with and you better pull yourself back to make sure whatever you do, you do it for the right reasons and not because it's comfortable.
0: according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Okay, up next. Okay. Hi, just wanted to say how much I love this podcast. My life is a little wonky, and listening to your podcast helps me understand so many different things on so many different levels. So on to the issue. I, 21 female, and my boyfriend, 22 male, broke up last week. We were together for two and a half years, and also best friends. We have grown so much together and been through so many different life events together. We have been inseparable since we have met. We ended amicably, although breaking up was not ideal. We both are going through big life changes with work and school, and we are both not putting in the time needed for each other. We also work together we met at work. His mom, 49 female, also works with us too. His mom has been one of the biggest people in my life since I have met her three years ago. She has helped me through so much, such as school, family, and other events. She has expressed that she still wants me to be in her life, such as doing things together, talking at work, coming over to their house, etc. How can I manage this relationship with her though, as I am no longer dating her son? Ideal outcome to still have this relationship with his mom and keeping things friendly between him and I, even though I am a bit bitter about the breakup
1: this one I get really well and it's possible. Um, the fact that you guys told the truth about to everything about what's going on, that is the first um key to get into this relation this new. Uh, metamorphosis, for lack of a better for lack of a better description of a relationship with you know where you guys are going. You guys are growing to a different type of relationship. You're taking a segue, and you certainly can have the uh, the love for his mom, and you can certainly have a different kind of love for him. One that you know you guys were friends, and you guys certainly grew and supported each other. And there's no reason why you can't cherish each other's. Feelings in relationship, it's going to heal when once you guys find different people in your life romantically. That's going to take a transition on its own to get weird to some of the weirdness that you're going through. And you know, I have certainly been through this number of times in these sixty-five years, and I do know that once you guys really have different people in your life, both of you, one of you, it helps as long as you're both are. You know are over the physical side and you guys can realize that you know the fact that they're with somebody else and they are physical with one another it's not a, it's not an insult against you or it's nothing that you should take personally against. Uh, that you should lose any feeling of confidence within yourself. it has nothing to do with it. This is really the fact that you guys just you know drifted on a romantic basis that it wasn't meant to be that you you guys are wonderful independent souls, but together it got mucky or it didn't work out the way it needed to work. And the fact that they are with people that do feel that romantic side, you should be uh, happy for them and invite the friendship between all of you. I am an expert with this. <laughs> I, I certainly have no problem when I break up with somebody that we broke up and we were honest about it. and We were able to say, you know, something that just, this one wasn't meant to be. Uh, we both felt it, we both see it. And as you started dating and p- different people came in your life, if they were really good people that came in their life, people that you like for them, because obviously you care for that person, you want to see them with the right person, that that allows you and enables you to all be friends because no one sees the threat. The new boyfriend won't see the threat of the old boyfriend or the new girlfriend won't see a threat of the old girlfriend and so long as there's no threat that no one feels any weird vibe because there's no there is no weird vibe you'll be fine and his mom and you can continue to grow and she'll want the best for you because she really does love you she really did enjoy having you as a friend you know keep that going and don't minimize you know minimize what that relationship is don't let it go away work on it stay with it
3: I think that's just my gut feeling. I think that's great in the long run. Um, But at this age, my gut feeling is to say, you're bitter about the breakup and you need to self-heal, which means Mm -hmm. you need a distance from him Mm -hmm. and the mom for a while. At least like a six months to a year kind of thing, just from my experience. And then you can come back and Mm -hmm. actually have a way Better relationship and better friendship, and get I'm, to that point you're talking about. I'm just
1: wonder why why she's bitter. What part of, is the fact that they were together for you know, for so many years and that they it didn't work out?
3: If, I, I'm sure there's some detail, right, that we don't know. So but that
1: that 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 really makes a big difference here too.
2: Well, I hear bitter, and even though I'm a bit bitter, it makes me think the breakup wasn't necessarily her, her idea. idea. So I do agree with you. I think. I think she definitely needs space away from him. Mm-hmm. Early on, you might also benefit from space away from the mom, but if that's something you don't want to do because it might make coming back and having that relationship in the future harder, mm-hmm. I would just make it a boundary where it's like you and the mom hang out away from him, not at their house. It's like let's go get our nails done or let's go mm-hmm. grab lunch and have a monthly little get together or bi-weekly you see each other two times a month and you know whatever but you know I've had relationships like that with my boyfriend's moms where like we talked all the time I mean I would go over to their house and it would be like I would have little chocolates on my pillow every time I was there and like we were just really really close and as much as I loved them you kind of at least for me, in my experience, I know people have a really easy time maintaining great relationships with their ex's parents, but it does just kind of dwindle as time goes on. But it's a little different because you guys do all work together. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a tough road ahead, but I would focus on yourself first and foremost, and trying to get over that, you know, that feeling of bitterness and just kind of healing and let the relationship just kind of develop how it's going to develop. Like you guys are still going to see each other at work. You're still going to chat. So I would just focus on yourself first and foremost and let the pieces kind of fall.
1: It's so true about the healing process. You got to be healed before you can do it. I mean, it took me a year to be able to, to, you know, talk to really Krista after we broke up Mm -hmm. woman from years, from years, Christmas past. Yeah. But you know, it, today we're wonderful friends and I mean, it's been 25 years. I think we've been friends now for 30 years, but it, you know, you do have to allow yourself that healing period where you can get rid of all the, the experiences of getting you to that breakup sometimes. Yeah.
0: So
2: well, I, it's, I
1: fully get that.
2: Yeah. It's hard. Like seeing your ex who you still might be bitter about hold hands with someone isn't going to make you feel great. So I think I would avoid for a little bit and just well as much as you can to
3: considering the work situation exactly I just if you're forced to be well not forced but if you're just happen to be with them on a regular basis you just keep I think you just keep it so surface level Mm -hmm. even meeting up with the mom separately it's just I don't I don't know how you disassociate her from him and your old relationship it's just that relationship yeah but unless you can fully get there yourself because if you try and oh okay boom relationship friends now we're cool then it's just like it's gonna take way longer and you actually might put that future really cool relationship in Mm -hmm. jeopardy
2: Yeah. I mean, this happens
1: happens a lot with just the fact that there's, you know, that, that, that there's a group of you that five or six or seven of you that are all great friends. And all of a sudden there's a breakup and, you know, what do we do? We've had that one before too. It's family or friends that you're part of this, you know, transition. It's really important to say, you know, it just wasn't right. It wasn't a good fit. Doesn't mean I don't, I don't love that person as a person. Doesn't mean that I don't like, want to see them grow and be a part But it takes a lot, a lot of uh, maturity and and discipline to allow that person to go forward and not look at the fact that you were necessarily um, less than, you just weren't right for. There wasn't less than it's right for. Mm -hmm. And, and, And you're free too, because now you're not with the wrong person. So you have the freedom to find the right person. And thats it's all within how your mind sees it, your mind's eye.
0: Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Okay. Next one. Moving along. Hi, Dad. Sorry for my English. I'm Middle Eastern, UAE. I, 24 female, recently broke up with my ex-boyfriend, 34 male. He was divorced with an 8-year-old. He had so many issues with his manipulative, vindictive ex-wife and family drama to the point where even after six years of being divorced, she's still creating problems for him, such as calling him to see his son and making him drive two hours just to let him know that she's not home. Shit like that. And even worse, our relationship was perfect until the problems with his ex started to become unbearable. Our main issue was that he couldn't share his feelings with me, which I'm fine with, as long as it didn't affect us greatly. Mind you, I tried so many times for him to open up, but he just shut it down. Which then became really hurtful for me, as we didn't communicate at all. I tried to be understanding through all of this, but him shutting me out completely was unbearable for me. Weeks would pass without us seeing each other, and he'd call once a day. Anyways, I decided to break up with him since I was starting to hate him, which I didn't want to do. He is my first true love, and I've had so many toxic exes before him. And I still love him deeply and think about him all the time and pray for him each and every day. My problem starts now. The thing is, two weeks after the breakup, I met someone that we'll call M, twenty six male, at a cafe, and he gave me his number. And I swear to God... He is my ex's duplicate. Minus all of my ex's bad traits, he even says the exact same things as my ex did. We talk daily via FaceTime all the time. He does everything I wished my ex did, shares his feelings, communicates, etc. My friends tell me that I am using M because he reminds me so much of my ex, and it's unhealthy for me to be talking to M just because he does remind me of my ex. And... I sort of am, but I'm starting to really like him. Is it normal to be into someone else so soon after a breakup? I still cry about my ex and think about him, but M is really great and I don't want to lose him. Ideal outcome. I want to get over my ex, but M is really similar in traits, so my ideal outcome would be to continue seeing where things happen with M. Organically, lol Jerry's favorite word. Additional info. I tried to see my ex face-to-face to break up, but he wasn't answering me. I tried on three separate occasions and had to break it off via text and blocked him on everything. But there are so many ways for him to reach out, but it's been two weeks and he hasn't. I thought I'd remove the block after my no contact period ends.
1: I love those blocks. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. We have X and M. Uh, X has got some baggage. We all have baggage. The more we have things go in our life, the older we get, the more baggage we decide to pack. And you know, he certainly X does have this package of or the baggage of his ex. He's got the, the children issues. It's a whole different step that 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 you're getting this opportunity with with M. The fact that you're still thinking about X is, yeah, you haven't given yourself time to really heal and, and allow yourself to go into him to find out really who he is on his own independence. Yeah, there might be similarities um, that might cause part of the attraction. Maybe that's just part of whatever he offers is something that you're attracted to. And you found a guy that doesn't have all the baggage. So I love that word organically. I'm certainly not gonna tell you, gee, you gotta break up with him because you're not healed yet. But I would certainly take things slow. I would certainly give yourself when you see him don't dive in fully you know give yourself a couple days a week or three days four days a week where you can have time with your girlfriends and have time on your own that you don't fall into this code you know codependency because he does fit he's a he it's like you know I wear the same shoe every year I mean I buy the same freaking size the same freaking make and the same frickin' style because it fits and yeah, I'll run that shoe into the ground, but I'll always replace that shoe with a new one. It's exactly the same model, right from the same factory, and they look the same. And are you nodding your head, yes, Morgan, I do this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because this is me.
2: Yeah, the Colhan. The loafers.
1: That's it. So, and by the way, they always, and the same thing happens every year. They're the same, you know, piece of garbage shoe, they fall apart within six months. So, I'm actually thinking about changing the whole style of shoe. Maybe I need a different type of shoe. And meeting you, let's see if this is the same guy, just remade, or if you need to go totally change and get to a whole different type of you know, uh, shape and style. And you'll figure that one out. So I hope that one helps you. Um, any thoughts
3: that I'm missing here? No, I think the shoe thing cleared it up for me. <laughs> yeah i just think there's this fine line because what if you got out of a long relationship so you need a long time to heal and you do meet kind of the right shoe Mm -hmm. so i think that's right if you take it slow you can actually figure that out if you don't then you might, you you're m- just like you, you you're you gonna ruin it no matter what you right might, you
1: might find in five years you're right back at square one I don't know and
3: so it's yeah. just tough because what if I mean we've had people in the studio talk about this before where they're like yep I broke up but I met this person I know it's too soon I know I'm not healed but they just there's just something about them and they're like they'll give a million reasons and talk through all the things as to why they're not a rebound.
1: How about this one? That the universe has brought me a gift in all my sorrow and all my pain. Look what the universe brought me. Brought me this new person who's amazing. But
3: but everyone's gonna say it's rebound. That's and right. so how do you make them how do you make there's definitely successful rebounds? I'm mm-hmm. sure there's people who have broken up, super heartbroken, meet someone, and now they're married and been together forever. I'm sure that happens. But taking it slow, I think is the key to be, I think so, to make sure. I think so.
2: But I think the best thing you said is like, you want to make sure you're not codependent because you broke up with your ex who you're extremely in love with two weeks ago. And you're already kind of like, well, wait, I really like this guy. And we FaceTime every day. And like, for me, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's roll it, roll back a little bit. Let's slow down. I love this uh, new age gap. I think, honestly, you being 24 and your ex being 34 with kids, I do think you're kind of at different places in your life. Mm-hmm. And I didn't love that age gap. So I think, honestly, M sounds like a healthier relationship for you. More on your level, your page, all that. But I think when you, you're so excited about someone, you kind of forget like all sense of reality. And so you FaceTiming him every day and like already treating this like you're in a relationship is just too much too soon. And so if you want to make sure this isn't a rebound, take it slow. What's the hurry? So don't FaceTime every day, like focus on yourself. You can talk every day, but like to be already extensively like giving time from yourself and your life to the person you just met two weeks ago, we got to slow down a little bit. You
1: see the candle on the table? Imagine there's a wick on both sides and you're burning that wick at both ends. There's not going to be a lot of wax to go around for a while. So take it slow. Let that candle burn for a while. Don't burn it from both ends.
2: And just, you know, spend time with your friends. You just got out of a relationship. Focus on yourself. Maybe try a little hobby and mix in some dates with them in there. But don't, you know, I think the shoe analogy is great because don't jump from one shoe to the other, like right away, like. I don't know. People aren't shoes. Maybe it's not the greatest analogy for me. <laughs> I was, I was struggling to keep on with it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but I it, just think but people, it's true. <laughs> in a sense, like people, people aren't shoes though. And so I think, you know, I have some people in my life that are serial daters. They cannot be single even for a day. So the minute they break up with someone, they've already got someone else lined up. And I think that is really unhealthy. And I'm not saying that's what happened here. This sounds like kind of a perfect circumstance, but I would just say, slow and steady usually wins the race. And you also want to make sure you guys aren't love bombing each other and just spewing bullshit in this infatuation stage and
1: mm-hmm. fill in the void.
2: yeah, like take your time. You're sad. be sad. You know, just let slow it be down. real.
1: Let it be real.
2: exactly,
0: okay.
2: moving along. Hi, Jerry. I love the show and listen to it every week. I, female 21, have been struggling with trusting my boyfriend, male 23. We've been dating for a year now, and he's great, and I feel like he really loves me. But about five months into our relationship, he let me use his Instagram to look up someone we knew, and I saw that he had looked up a whole bunch of girls. So I asked him about it, and he lied about it and said he saw a TikTok advertising viewers to look up those accounts, lol. So I clicked on one, and it was a half-naked Instagram model. This made me want to check all the other accounts, and they were all half-naked models as well. He eventually told me the truth after I kept calling out his lies, and he told me that he has a porn addiction and was trying to get over it. I replied that I didn't mind if he watched porn— but it hurts my feelings that he was looking up these girls for satisfaction when we're sexually active and I send him nudes that he never asked for, by the way, but says he enjoys. He told me he would never look at them again because he doesn't want it to be the reason for us to break up. Fast forward three months later, where he accidentally deleted a picture I wanted him to send to me. So he went to his recently deleted and I saw that he had deleted a TikTok that he saved to his camera roll. I asked him what it was, and he said he didn't want to click on it. So I told him that I wanted to see what it was. And it turns out it was one of those TikTok trends where you have to pause the video because they inserted a photo for a split second. I think the caption hinted towards the fact that it was a sexy photo, so he saved it. I guess so he could slow it down to see the photo. But he claimed that once he downloaded it, he realized he shouldn't have and just deleted it. I didn't believe that he did that, so I broke up with him. After a short break, he came back to me and told me that he loved me, and he didn't want this to be the, quote, end of our story, and asked for forgiveness, and deleted Instagram and TikTok so that I don't have to worry about him looking at girls again. I took him back, and ever since, I haven't seen or found anything on his phone. I don't go through his phone, but I haven't seen anything that might cause suspicion, We're a year into our relationship now, and I'm struggling with trusting him and believing that he hasn't looked at those kinds of accounts again. In my head, he's just gotten really good at hiding the evidence. It's hard to trust him when I know that all he needs to do is look at it again, is do a quick Google search or use web, Instagram, so that I don't see the downloaded app. It's so easy for him to do it again without me knowing. I really want to trust him because I love him, and he's so sweet and loving towards me He was there for me when my brother passed away, and I truly feel like he makes me a better person. I really want to trust him. Ideal outcome, I want to be able to trust him or find a way to begin trusting him. Additional info, he used to follow those accounts on Instagram before we started dating, and he unfollowed them like a month or two into our relationship, which at the time made me feel good about us, but then I found that he was just looking them up instead. I do feel like he's actually working on it, but I can't help but think that if he really loved me, he wouldn't feel a need to look at them. I just want to say, I with the earlier story we had, I haven't read any of these exes' stories today. Justin found them all. So mm-hmm. it's interesting how they all kind of are tying together yes, here. Yes,
3: it is.
1: If you, take, if, if you take the cell phone away, and I'm not telling you to do that. but let me, let, me get, let me get through the thought. And you work on the behavior of how he treats you when you're together... And what goes on in your conversations, I don't think you feel that there's any uh, amiss in that in, in, in that relationship. It's because of the pattern that you caught him somehow looking at something that dropped on his phone. Either he searched for it or he got hypnotized by it and knocked him in through the eye, you know, knocked his Knocked on his door and he opened it up and he says, "Gee, you know, this is kind of weird. I'm or cool or I want to, you know, I'm curious and I want to stop it and see what it is." I don't think he's having a relationship with any of these people. So, you know, the curiosity is is a real interesting factor in our lives. I mean, trust me i I, I live right now on TikToks. I mean, I've tried to find us. <laughs> It it has become hypnotic, and yes. it's not that I am looking for porn on on uh, on TikTok. I'm really looking for what's going on in our world on TikTok. But apparently, that somehow other things mix in, and if you click, if you if you for some reason gets something that cl- that is a, a a a person who's trying to show their wares because they're trying to get their counts up uh, and their lead or whatever. I mean you can just, just trying to get through it, it somehow, it can actually click you that you, you've seen it, you watched it for more than a couple of seconds, and the next thing you know is you got more of them. I get barraged with, all. I mean, more stuff than I even want to begin to look at. Some stuff I wonder, how in the hell did this semen start? I, I I would have to say, because I don't have enough knowledge in it, but I can tell you it happens to me. Yeah, he might be looking for it. Some of it just somehow gets there. I I, I don't know. I mean, you guys have a better a better grip on this than I ever will. But you certainly know that I, I watch this shit left and right. And yeah,
3: you've been addicted lately.
1: I've been addicted
2: because I, I've
1: been really just trying to find out what's going on in our world.
3: You just hear TikTok songs from the other room all the time. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's on it
2: again. <laughs> yeah. But I think he's going he's going a step further and he's downloading images
1: the, I to get that. see
2: the dirty pictures that they sneak in there to get, you know, you know their views, but and, and don't want cur- to get banned.
1: He's twenty three years old. There's curiosity. There's all kinds of shit that's You're going- kinda
2: switching your tune from the other story where we had the guy and the uh, the images. You know. <laughs> he's not locked in. <laughs>
1: I, I don't know what's going. To, I said <laughs> if you took the if you took the phone away, I think this guy treats this person, this woman, just the way she wants to be treated. So I, I don't know. I mean you're you're, but she's also holding something that happened in the past against him, and she can't go through and she can't move forward. My, you know, I had a brother-in-law. He unfortunately he had passed away, but he was a retired cop, and he was a detective for his second, uh, a private detective for people. And people would call him up and say, We want you to, you know, follow my my wife or my husband. And he would say the following: I'm not interested in your money. If you think it's happening, it is. Mm-hmm. And that never left my mind. And if someone is making you feel insecure, it's not that they're making you or you or that you're allowing it. But there is something definitely going on that's causing this issue. I think you better confront it and see what's going on. Or either way, you got to get it behind you. Either the relationship got, has to go behind you, or or you got to let this let this insecurity go and have faith and trust.
3: I, I understand the sentiment of that statement, but I really think that that isn't always true because I think you can have runaway insecurities that just take you to a place where you're like, oh, yep, I, I think it's happening. I think it's happening to where you could be like, I need to hire this guy when really actually nothing is. But the problem is then your you trust, trust level and then you gotta go through that. You but see, You
1: have to have a conversation with him. You're gonna have to go tell him these issues and see if you guys can figure it out because you can't go on with this trust.
3: Well, it's like when you talk about cheating and people coming back together after that you're coming together without the knife in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. This, in this instance, you're never going to be able to control his access to the internet. And if mm-hmm. we're going to go down that road, then this, is, no. this has been over for a long time. It's bottom line is he's going to see this stuff no matter what. It's like whether or not it's intentional, which in this case it very much so is, it's going to, you're never going to be able to control the access. So it's just, you need, this to me is about mismatching boundaries. It's finding out what are you cool with, based on versus what can you control. And also there's no real way to check in on him with this unless we're going to go full-blown.
2: Install an app on your phone and Seriously. I'm going to monitor it. And he's not which a teenager. I, he's not I, your teenager's child that you need to monitor. Like that's, that's but, not right. a reality.
3: It's just, it's yeah. unrealistic. So <laughs> it's either you almost get to a place where you accept the fact that you can't control this or you guys are done. That's, I mean, it's just...
2: Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, there's a lot of talk here. He, The first time he got called out on all these lies. And I think that for me, one, your trust is gone, which if you don't have trust in your relationship, you don't have a relationship. And so I almost look at this and, you know, if your ideal outcome is that you want to be able to trust him and you want to stay together, couples therapy. And that should have been happening after the first one, not now after it's happened, you know, two or three times. But also, he openly said at the beginning, when he got caught after, you know, lying and uh, looking up all these accounts, he said, I have a porn addiction. What has he done to work on that? Has he been going to individual therapy? Because I kind of am in this boat of like, I don't want to have to monitor my partner. And if I don't trust my partner, so much so to the fact he has to delete Instagram and TikTok for me to feel like a little bit of like assurance that he's not going to cross the boundary and look up these girls I that's not like I don't want to live my life on edge like that all the time and I don't think you do either and it's it's hard because you love him but you are also 21 and he's 23 and you're young. And I think he's got growing up to do, he's got a lot to work on for himself. And the fact that he hasn't like that, it's not mentioned that he's been pursuing individual therapy or some sort of like counseling for this, that shows me he doesn't really want to change. And he can give you his phone, he could throw his phone out the window, not have a phone and write letters to communicate to people. But I, you know, it's kind of like there's these other things like If it's not him going on his web browser, maybe he stopped at the library after work and went on the library computer. Maybe you borrowed his friend's phone. Like, You can go watch porn on your Xbox or PlayStation. You can watch porn with a VR goggle set and watch VR porn where it looks like they're sucking your dick. There's so many things you can do with (laughs) gaming equipment so
3: that's a little graphic for this show this is a family friendly (laughs) show i know i'm
2: probably making her spiral even more and i'm so sorry for that but i just think you really need to evaluate like is this you know and that that goes for anyone having relationship issues like you know some of the stories you had on the long game earlier made me like kind of think like okay you're willing to pick up the you know the slack for your partner but are you willing to pick up that slack and do a 70 30 split for your relationship for the next 20 years, for the next 40 years, for the next 50 years? Yeah. And if you say yes, you're willing to deal with this exact same issue and not have it get better, then good for you and like to, e- to each their own. But there needs to be work for this to change, and right now there's no work being put in. I, I
1: have the key to this thing, and I'm ready to go with it. Here's the key. Okay. It the whole key about a what is a relationship? A relationship that's going to be one between a man and a man, or a woman and a woman, or a man and a woman. Whatever your whatever your couple court makeup is, it is all about communication and trust. You got to have to be so open and communicating, he can feel free to say, I'm going to look at this shit and not have you care. Or he's going to say, I'm really not interested in this shit and don't even worry about it. But it's got to be so boldly honest, brutally honest with each other that, there's, that no, there is that no room for 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 insecurity, whatever the reason is. We just have to have a conversation about it. And that's the only way your relationship is going to succeed. So that that's this guy's opinion.
2: Yeah. Who,
1: who's had relationships, been through them. And I know one thing, the the communication and the honesty of whatever your relationship comprises of and where it's going and what it is, that's what's going to make this thing work or not work. And that's what's going to get rid of your trust or, or keep you in distrust. And if you're going to be in distrust, you got to let it go. You got to move on.
2: Yeah. There's an amazing, amazing book uh, by John Gottman. And it's called What Makes Love Last. And mm-hmm. John Gottman is just insane. Like, he had the ability to look at a couple, study them, and within with 95% accuracy, predict whether they would be together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he recognizes things that cause relationships to fail and not having trust is one of them. He's like, mm-hmm. it's an instant way to send you to the Roach Motel, which <laughs> is where relationships go to die. So... Highly recommend that if you are in love, want to find love, want to keep love, John Gottman has some amazing, amazing books. So check those out.
1: That was a good one. I'm glad we did that one. Yeah. All right. What do you have for us next?
2: That's it. That's the end of this episode. Really? Yeah.
1: You want to sneak one more in? Or you no. Don't? Do we have a Patreon after
2: this? We do.
1: So everybody, <gasps> I want to thank you for chiming in to us this week. Um, and do us a favor, make sure you subscribe. And number two, stay tuned. Tune into our Patreon and watch us. Let's see what uh, Morgan has, if she's got a good curveball for me. Mm. I need something tough.
3: (laughs) I like when you used to say, wherever you are in your cars, in your homes, thanks for welcoming us. We'd love to have you as a viewer and we're excited to be on this journey together and we're going to keep them going for you.
1: I like that. You just did a beautiful job giving my line. <laughs> I love that line. And uh-huh. and he's absolutely right. Thank you for thank, do thank you for tuning in and watching us and making us a part of your life and in your home. And I really do love the uh, the reinforcements, the positive reinforcements that you guys give about how you love us and you know, you enjoy our stories and the way that we, you know, come up with some some thoughts and,
3: well, and all the great advice in the comments too, every time.
1: I love comments. So the more and and I really like how you guys help each other with the comments as we as you go read through them cuz I do look at all of them. So again, thank you for thank you for sharing with us and allowing us to share with you. Bye. Bye. Bye.